What is up, listener? Welcome to another episode of Got Beef, the podcast that cuts deep in the personal and celebrity beefs, feuds, fights, and all that jazz. My name is Frank, and with me as always is Brian. Hello. Jane. What up? And Mo. Yo. Got Beef Podcast coming to you from another Wednesday, sponsored by Natty Light, <laughs> Strawberry Lemonade, mm. Natter Days. Mm. Nad when Nad Nadness days. Sad days. Sad days. Nadness days. If you're drinking on a Wednesday, it's a sad day. <laughs> How's everyone been doing this week? It's been a week. Huh. Feels like it should be Friday. Yeah. It's Wednesday. That is true. That yeah. is true. I agree. All good. Cool. Well, let's get into it then. Alright. Let's fucking do it. Let's start off every podcast like we usually do. I want to talk about our beef. Brian, what's our beef this week? So my beef this week is people who cannot drive the speed limit. Now I can get into a whole bunch of other issues <laughs> with people driving, but I'm just going to focus this one on people who don't drive the speed limit. Now there's speed limits set in place. You can drive that speed limit. Mm-hmm. You can go five over. Hell, you can go even 10 over, and cops are still okay with that. But if you go under that speed limit, expect to see me flicking you off. Oh my god, he's so bad about it. (laughs) Or passing you, or just tailgating you like crazy. Like, the speed limit could be 60, someone's going 59, Brian's pissed. (laughs) Go the 60, it's there. You have the speedometer, you can see. Know how fast you're going. It is the most irritating thing in the world. Like... Our main highway is 65, pretty much throughout. Right. Every morning, (laughs) someone is going 50 in a 65, and I want to scream (laughs) every single time. He turns into Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Now, see, I'm that way also. However, if I'm doing the speed limit or over, and you tailgate me... It's going to make me go slower. I will drop down to 25 on your ass. I will too. And that's fine. Just I'll just pass you at that point if I'm going faster than what you're doing. But at least you are going speed limit or a little bit faster and you're not going under the speed limit. Because that's annoying. <laughs> that is annoying. I wonder why it is annoying. Like what? It's a speed limit, but we just accept that, oh, that's the speed that's a that you should be going. That's suggested. And it's not the limit. It's Right. And we're it, like... I think it's also flow of traffic. You right. see everyone else yeah. beside you going faster than this person who's going under. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, you don't <laughs> notice you are the slowest person on this road. Right. And the majority of the time, it's usually an older person for Brian. Ooh, which I have thing- a law. Stop. And the thing is, it's like I tell him all the time, like, babe, she probably can't see that well. He probably can't see that well. They want to drive safe. They still have to get where they're going. You know, fuck them for wanting to be safe, apparently. Yeah, but no. at that point, the safest thing that they can do is not fucking drive. How do they get to their <laughs> doctor's appointments? That's my law. Well, they probably should just find routes that don't take them on roads where they can't adhere to the speed limit. Right. But in fairness, the minimum speed limit, there is a max and minimum, and the minimum speed limit on our highways is 40 miles per hour. So as long as they're doing that, they're really not breaking the law. But I think it would help if they also posted the minimum. Because then I think, right, it, at least. I think it would ease up on some of the anger because then you're like, all right. 
you should be somewhere in between. They do on some of our highways. Yeah. I've seen it. That's actually uh, the reason why I know oh, what it is. Oh, you know what I have seen yeah. them too. Yeah. They I have it on 71. 40. Yeah. 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 But here's my law and I want it passed. <laughs> Brian's law. Brian's law. Oh God, it sounds like you were kidnapped or something. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> so It's like Code Adam at Walmart. <laughs> once you reach the age of, I will say. 68. 60, not 68. What the heck? That's my random. mom my mom is almost 60, and well, then she is not, the fastest driver I know. Then she'll pass. She has nothing to worry about. <laughs> so once you reach the age of 60, you have to retake your driving test. Not maneuverability, just the main driving part. Like a cop sits beside you in the car, mm-hmm. and we go driving. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know if I could pass an actual driver's test right now. If you pass... <laughs> Good. You can keep your license for another five years. Right. But then you got to re- keep retaking it every five Like when you got to renew your license. Yes. If you fail, the BMV, DM, is it BMV? It is yes. BMV now. BRL. Yeah. Okay. Will give you a bus pass and get, like, give you a list of things Stops. you can use. Right. And say sayonara. <laughs> exactly. Say peace, dude. You could try again maybe in five years, but other than that... I would you better give them like that, six months. You better get that bus or find a friend or get your grandson to get you Uber. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I thought that was already a thing, though. Like, you did have to at a certain age. No. You have to. No. no. Really? no. You They're don't, supposed to you be testing your to. eyes. Huh. That's like, why I want that yeah. as a law. No. Now, if you get in like an accident or something like that. Right. Kind of like, you know, like your grandma was saying, her doctor sort of suggested that maybe she shouldn't be driving anymore. Right. So... They can a doctor or somebody can say you know your eyes aren't good enough or your mental capacity isn't good enough to be driving and they can take that privilege away. I mean, at first when you talked about your law, I was scared, but I'm actually kind of on board with it. See, my <laughs> law's not bad. I just I'm just not sure who to exactly talk to about it. We call it Code Brian. Um, that would be your congressman. Yeah. Where? Okay, that's a different thing off, off podcast. <laughs> I, will get into that. I just want to let y'all know I had a law and what my beef was. <laughs> that's fair. Mo, what is our beef this week? My beef this week is with an entire company called Rockstar Games. Okay. I am so mad at them because they make you put in... This is for Red Dead 2 specifically. Right. They have you put in all of this work into the missions. We played a mission last night. It took us probably 45 minutes to beat it. We died a lot. We died a lot. And it was terrible. We yeah. kept running out of ammo. Yeah. So we're at the end of this and we're like, wow, this is going to be a really good paying mission. We got out. I got $4.25. And I think I got like $4 out of yeah. that too. Yeah. And I just, I understand that money was different back then. <laughs> and they're trying to make it as realistic as possible. Yeah. But then don't make your guns exactly. like 400, 500 bucks. That's exactly right. what I'm saying. Or like an outfit. It shouldn't be $700 for an outfit. Nobody's out there for this old prospector outfit that I want so bad. It's not going to be $800. That's what you want? Yes. Of all the outfits? <laughs> yes. I have the prospector old timey hat and I have the jig already. I just want the clothes. Whoa, what? The jig. Oh. We almost had to shut this podcast down. Yep. (laughs) I'm just mad because there was so much potential and I feel, I feel cheated in a way. So the online mode left the beta as of Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, and we did play last night. And overall, I, 
I do think it was improved. It vastly. was. I, oh, I yeah. still have fun playing the game. Like, I know Brian was killed when he got in initially <laughs> by a random person. Got in. <laughs> but, but after that in, point... He loaded into uh, a more populated area we, as well. We didn't have any problems with anyone, no. which was a major... And there, we passed a bunch of people. But yeah. even at that... Someone kills you, you can set like a you bounty. can press charges, which is like yeah. setting a bounty or whatever. So if someone kills that person, they get money out of that, and then you get left alone. And there was new missions and stuff, but yeah, the payouts were still Poopy. very stingy. Like four bucks a mission where and you're it, it using be, all your ammo. It wouldn't be that big of a deal if it was just like saving like a stolen stagecoach or something. Mm-hmm. But we literally in all five of my guns that I own, I used every single bullet except for five. Yeah. Like at least give you back the ammo. If you're exactly. not going to give me that much money, give me back all my ammo I used. <laughs> like say, hey, for beating this mission, you get $5 plus you get reloaded on all the ammo for your guns. You can find it in your lockbox. Yeah. Right. That is my beef because I'm mad. Okay. Jane, what's our beef this week? Our beef this week is with people who feel as though they need to tell me every time I have an energy drink in my hand that they are bad for me. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Listen. Hate people like that. I know. Uh. Like, I didn't get this Red Bull or this monster or this rock star or this bang thinking, man, I'm being healthy today. No, I got it because I'm fucking tired and I need a little bit of caffeine to get through my work day. So, yes, I know it's not good for me, but at least I'm drinking the sugar-free Red Bull, so get off my ass. Or they just taste good. I mean, they don't got to give you energy. They just taste good. Also, neither is your seventh cup of coffee, Susan. Fuck off. Or the 18, you know, vodka cranberries you had last night, but nobody's judging you about that. Exactly. (laughs) Or, you know, vodka Red Bulls, because they have those as well. I... I kind of want to expand it to if you see anyone eating or drinking anything that the populace deems is not great for you maybe shut the fuck up exactly <laughs> maybe let them enjoy it goes back to most thing of i think last episode yes let people enjoy that, things oh, yeah. let people just enjoy things yeah. yeah like i don't think that just if in your brain you think like i should tell them that's not healthy because maybe they don't know that hmm. they know like they know. you're not telling them anything they don't already know <laughs> Just swallow your words and go about your day. They don't need to know. Unless someone left an open drink on a table and someone walked by and poured arsenic in it, and then you walked over and you grabbed it and you almost took a drink and they were like, wait, that's going to kill you, then yes, please by all means say something. But please use a full <laughs> sentence. Don't just say, wait, that's going to kill you. Because yeah. now it's like, we've heard this before. You know it's not going to kill me. You know what, me. Susan? Fuck you. This is my 10th one today. Yeah, it's right. going to kill me. <laughs> And then you kind of deserve death at that point, honestly. You're kind <laughs> you of a had bitch. ten of those. Because yeah. <laughs> we're kind of a bitch. Yeah. All right. I, I agree with that. That's a good one. That's like fair. It. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, All right, Frankie. What's your our beef? Your our beef? <laughs> our beef this week, and I didn't want to go there, but I was, I just kept getting drawn back to it, and I kept thinking about it, and then I saw an article. My beef this week is with people who thought the last episode of Game of Thrones was so awful, they created a fucking petition. Yes! And 16,000 people signed it for them to, quote-unquote, fix Game of Thrones. To redo all of Season 8, is what I read. Oh, really? Yeah, just just to redo all of Season (sighs) 8, is this petition. I don't know what we're going to get into at this point, so I'll just preface this by saying this conversation may include spoilers, yes. so if you haven't watched it, please stop 
listening to this part. Major spoilers right now, because I have to get into it. Because the major gripe that I keep seeing is that the heel turn. Yeah. Of, of Danny. It's been foreshadowed since That's season one. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, where did this come from? Every fucking time that she's presented with a problem, her first instinct is usually, let's just kill them all. And someone comes along and goes, maybe don't do that. And she's like, okay, I won't do that. Well, and Every their, fucking time. And their time. biggest thing is, oh, you're not like your dad. You're not like your dad. You're not like your dad. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's going to turn into her dad. You keep throwing this shit <laughs> at I, her. And I read an article, too, that um, a very close friend of the podcast, Jess, Jess, we love you, <laughs> shared, that said that Daenerys doesn't need to be a feminist hero. Stop trying to make her that person. I, she could be both. Like, she exactly. can do good things, and you can still idolize the good things that she's done, well, but she can also be an incredibly flawed people that wants to burn a lot of it. Right. Here's she, the thing, is that people are saying, oh, but she did all these great things, like freeing all these slaves and all that. But what those, did she do to free those slaves? Exactly. Yes, those were great things, but so many friggin' people died in well, order to do that. The thing yeah. is, it's like, I understand it, it was it was hard for her to see all those children, those slave children sure. who were crucified. Mm-hmm. Yes, that sucks. It was super hard. Throw them in the dungeons. Make them workers. Like, make them do the jobs that nobody else wants. You don't need to crucify them after your most trusted advisors tell you maybe not to do that. This rings very similar to when The Last Jedi came out. And there were petitions about that, too. The people, because the story didn't pan out the way that they wanted it to or the way they thought it was going to, they can't handle it. And to a point, yeah, It's your favorite thing. You are engaged in the story and the characters, and you hold them as your own. That's fine. But they're not your fucking characters. It's not your fucking story. You don't own it. The writers are going to write however they want to. And you, you just, you hold no power, or you, you have no reason to, uh, want it to pan out a certain way. The writers are going to write it the exact way that they want it to, or the exact way that George R.R. Martin tells them to. Mm -hmm. It's just how it's going to happen, and that's how it's happened since cinematography was a thing well and would you really want everything that you watch or read or do to be completely predictable and totally always go the way that you thought it was going to go exactly that's why i hate fan vote me too of all types of things mlb all-star game i hate fan voting yes uh award shows i hate fan voting and because it goes exactly the way you think it's gonna go even though you think that way is probably the way it should go yeah well and I, what really made it in my mind to think that, she, you know, maybe she will turn into the Mad Queen is when she burned down the sacred temple of the, the Kalasar, or not the Kalasar, the Dothraki. Yeah. She burned down Vase Dothrak. Like, mm-hmm. that is where, like, she was, she was in love with Cal Drogo. Yeah. And that was where his people were, where everybody was. And she literally burned that shit to the ground and killed every single one of the widowed Khaleesi's. Or she Khaleesa, whatever they're called. Said the words. I will take what is mine with blood and fire. Yeah. What makes you think... She wouldn't turn. Based on that, s- that sentence, that it's going to be all smiles and rainbows and from here the, on out. At the house what in the, the show has been rainbows <laughs> yeah. and smiles? Exactly. And at the House of the Undying, like she literally told them, when my dragons are full grown, I we will take back King's Landing if we have to burn the entire place to the ground. Yeah. And then she did. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, does it suck seeing your favorite character turn heel? Yes. Yeah. 
But one could argue she had made that turn a long time ago. She has. You can see signs of it. I mm. think the moment Cal Drogo died, she changed into that person. Now, it's been a slow progression. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think his death, which is what made her walk into the fire, what birthed the dragons, right. that was when her character turned heel. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's always been covered by her doing things that seem like they're for the better of the realm. So, like, freeing the slaves or... Um, getting her and her people out of the, uh, the vase Dothrak. Yeah. So they didn't, ha- she didn't have to stay there forever or trying to, um, take over Marine and do all this stuff and keep order in Marine. So the, what were they called? The, the masked guys that were killing everybody. I can't think of their name. I can't remember either. But yeah, they were like trying to make sure that they don't take over the city. And it was always, her madness was always masked by something greater, I think. Well, I don't I wouldn't even call it madness at that point. It she's still young. Like she's Absolutely. a very young character. Yeah. Like and we forget that based on Amelia her. Clark looking so much more mature and older than she is, but she's still like what, a teenager? Yeah, like she's, early twenties at best. Yeah, she in the book, she was thirteen when her and Cal Drogo. And got so married. everything that she does is based on what she thinks is the right solution. And when you're around that, that's what you think. Well, but she also has power to right. make that happen. Exactly. So anyway, we've gotten off track. But just Write it out, man. You got one more episode. See how the season ends. See how the whole thing ends. Maybe you'll be surprised. And stop I don't bitching. Know. Thank you. Well, bitch, because that's what the internet's for. But uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is for. So exactly. We're gonna allow bitching. <laughs> Let, let's leave petitions to more important things, like you know, things that are happening right now in Alabama. <clears throat> I mean, we don't talk about political things. But if I wanted to talk about the Anbe on Borsonese. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our beef this week. <laughs> that got now, real weird. <laughs> now we're gonna now we're gonna talk about their beef. And uh, I didn't want to do this. Oh, no. I I really wanted to avoid it. I scoured the internet for a good three days trying to find anything else that I could possibly bring to this episode that we can dissect and talk about. But fuck, man. It's the only thing going on. We have to talk about Toddy Westbrook versus James Charles. We have to. I don't know anything about it. so That's fine. We'll talk about it. Well, you're going to get the, the lowdown. Okay, yeah. I don't, so, I don't know what it is. <laughs> if you've I don't know. Been living under a rock. Apparently. I guess. <laughs> or just not looking at the right inter- uh, internet sites. Or not listening to your wife when she tells you about it. Well, there you go. She did, new? she did lay down the entire thing last weekend. <laughs> All I know is makeup. I don't know. It's not even about makeup. <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, I it's mean, kind of makeup. about makeup. Yeah. yeah. So there's there are beauty gurus on YouTube. Tati Westbrook versus James Charles. So, the background. Tati Westbrook is behind the Instagram account Glam Life Guru and is commonly referred to as the first beauty influencer on the internet as we know it. James Charles is a relatively new beauty influencer, which I hate as a thing, who back in 2016 was named the first male spokesmodel for CoverGirl. And Charles has called Westbrook a mentor to him, and they've both appeared in videos on each other's YouTube channels. So, 
major beauty influencers, very tight knit until this year. When on April 22nd, Charles posted a story on his Instagram promoting sugar bear hair supplements, which is apparently something that makes your hair feel nicer, after they provided security for him at Coachella. So he was in a VIP area. He didn't feel safe. He apparently reached out to a friend who had an inn at Sugar Bear, and they talked to them, and they got him set out, set up with like a private area. In return, he promoted them on his Instagram. The problem with this is that they are a direct competitor to Toddy Westbrook's company, Halo Beauty, mm-hmm. and her. They also sell a hair supplement. Now, Mo told me this. I didn't read this anywhere else on the internet. But you told me that she had asked him it to was, promote hers. She did a... Um, they did it like a, a brand together called Sister. And she did a 48-minute YouTube video. Basically laying down everything that happened. Both sides. She showed screenshots. She showed everything. Well, I'm getting there. But. Right. Oh, well, okay. Well, in this video is where I heard her say that she had asked him okay. to do it. Okay. And he had said since his followers were younger girls, like, you know, like preteen to 16, mm-hmm. he wasn't very comfortable saying, hey, here are these supplements. Like, he didn't think, he didn't feel comfortable saying, you know what would make your face prettier or your hair prettier? Supplements, not mm-hmm. to have confidence. So, what's your uh, Twitter handle? It is, I think it's Mo Breedlove underscore. Okay, so if any of that turns out not to be true, at Mo. So... <laughs> Uh, Westbrook did post a 43-minute video on her YouTube channel titled By Sister that called out Charles directly, announced the end of their relationship, and accused him of being sexually inappropriate towards straight men. I think she's referring to her husband. Her husband, um, other, there's a singer named Zara Larson, if you know who she is. Her boyfriend, she, he both and her have both shared screenshots from his direct messages on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's him like coming on to them and saying basically, hey, I'm famous, so you should want to have sex with me. Awesome. So then Charles posted an eight-minute apology video on his channel that showed uh, showed remorse for his actions, but also did not deny any of Westbrook's claims. So at this moment, Charles has lost over three million YouTube subscribers while Westbrook's channel has grown by nearly four million. Yeah, she's at she's at ten million now, and she was at like six when this all started. Mm-hmm. So, and more evidence and more screenshots and shit continues to come out. So, this will probably be ongoing until one of them quits YouTube. I don't know. Okay. So, in this question number one, who wins logically? I think Tati Westbrook does. I think that she has the proof to back up what she was saying. Physical proof and her and her husband helped James Charles do business deals and all of this stuff helped him grow his own brand. Mm -hmm. Always plugged him in her channels. Like if she used a certain palette from like Morphe, which was a brand that they were both sponsored by, she would say, hey, use code James for 10% off or something instead of using her own code. Mm -hmm. To get her money. She would always try to help him grow his following and all of this stuff. And I don't know if this is true, but I saw somewhere that he... um, Because I'm in a a beauty Facebook group. And I saw somewhere that she helped him negotiate the deal with CoverGirl. Ah. 
So that, that also helped him got that big break in his career. Right. Um, and I think that what he did was really shitty. So I think that logically she did nothing to him to make him betray her in a way. Toddy. Yeah. Got it. Brian. Uh, um, I, I guess I'm going with, who is it? Toddy West. Toddy? Yeah. I guess. And I'm going to keep that short and sweet. Just going with Toddy. Uh, I'm going to go with Toddy also. And I'm going to avoid making my opinions based on um, him somehow betraying her because I haven't read enough of that. I mean, most told me, but I'm somebody who wants to read in those things. My own gather my own data. Right. Um, from what you've told us here, sounded to me like he needed security and didn't want to pay for it. Probably, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> signed a deal with somebody in order to skirt the system and not have to pay for his... Basically, yeah. Like, yeah, his security? He, he admitted that he was in a VIP area to begin with. And even in the VIP area, apparently, there were just too many people coming up to him. Okay, it sounds like he's a jerk ball. who doesn't want to talk to his fans also. So, I'm going with Toddy for that reason alone, but... Um, you know, if we do have evidence that she has a supplement line and he told her no, I can agree with his reasoning for not wanting to exactly. do it. Right. However, if you have a friend, you help them out before you take advantage of something else so you can have your own private, you know, private area at Coachella. I'm sure you have plenty of money. If you have a deal with CoverGirl, you could have paid for a couple of security officers and they could have, you know, moved whoever right. was near and you away. Right. It's not just CoverGirl that he has this gigantic deal with. Like, he's come out with his own line at Morphe, which is a gigantic... Like, Jeffree Star works with Morphe. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how you know it's a huge name. People might not know the name Tony Westbrook. People might not know the name James Charles. But you say Jeffree Star to somebody, they know who that is. Unfortunately, I do I know mean, who that yeah, is. I love only him. because of you. I love him. And- I know who he is, and I'm shook. <laughs> So, Tati takes round one. Round two. Who wins this fight physically? <laughs> James Charles, because he's got that testosterone. Eh, how? Uh, not going to go there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no. a, that's a weird I line. Well, <laughs> Tati is a little bit older, too, so she's a little bit more frail, I would think. I mean, she's not old, but... How old she's is 37. She? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a 37-year-old woman and a how old? He's like... 19. He's, yeah, 19. Oh, yeah. She'd whoop his ass. No <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Those frail 37-year-olds. Well, not fra- Frail's not the right word. I just feel like... She's brittle. <laughs> For the record, I'm almost 31, so like... I didn't mean frail. Frail's not the word I'm at. osteoporosis. Hey. You got them brittle bones. My mom has osteoporosis. Swift kick to the leg. It's over. <laughs> She's Mr. Glass. I don't know. She's, I mean, she just seems very non-confrontational. Um, you are not non-confrontational if you make a 48-minute video about yeah. how somebody wronged you. I know, but she's That's incredibly just so confrontational. I just love her. Um, Do, does she have a kid? Does she have kids in general? I don't think so. Because here's the thing. If she does have a kid, she has been through childbirth. That's and, true. And let's be really real about growing a baby inside of you and getting that thing out. You carry this thing inside of you for nine to ten months, presumably, as it should be. And then either you have to eject and tear yourself open to get that thing out of you, or somebody has to gut you and pull that baby out. After you've been through some shit like that, 
There's nothing that a 19-year-old can do to you physically. True, Even true. at that, you've got mama strength on your side. Exactly. Mama bear's coming out. I don't care <laughs> she if doesn't she... doesn't have kids. She doesn't have kids? Doesn't have kids. Inner, inner mama bear is around <laughs> yeah, I don't care if she has kids or doesn't have kids. Listen, a 37-year-old grown woman who has been through as much life as she has is going <laughs> to whoop the ass of some pussy-ass little 19-year-old boy. Sorry. He ain't winning that fight. I don't care how much testosterone he has. <laughs> I bet you the 19-year-old runs away. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's, he's oh, one yeah. of those. He'll talk the shit, mm-hmm. but then as soon as you step oh, up, yeah. oh, no, I'm running away. <laughs> totally. I don't know if that's how he sounds, but I'm running away. No. No. Yeah. No, I agree. Tati, I think, would beat him. I thought you said Charles. Well, I'm yeah, changing you it because you got No, no. You said no, with Charles. You said Charles. Ryan? I'm with Tati. Tati? Jane? Tati. Tati. All right. Tati wins, even though Mo was the voice of dissent. And you all heard it. <laughs> Tidy wins round two, round three. No chance for Charles at this point, but we're going <laughs> right, to talk we're about it anyways. Who do you side with ultimately? Toddy at that yeah, point. Yeah. Toddy. Jane. Oh, definitely Toddy. <laughs> Jane fixing her side. Sorry, I, 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 I thought we were going to have more discussion. Yeah. I mean, what is there? I, really thought, to- I thought I had time. <laughs> I thought I had more time. My brittle ankle was not holding up my side. My 30-year-old brittle ankle. Most 24, can, so 37 sounds real old to her. I can it feel does. the calcium draining from me every day. It does. 37 is a long way away. Oh, I mean, not. yeah, based on everything we know, which, considering in his own video, he didn't even deny anything that right. she yeah. lobbed at him, you gotta side with Toddy. I mean, this was your friend. Right. And like, <laughs> someone you said was your mentor. And gave you and, a career that yeah. you never would have had. Exactly. And so much so that, like, she f- was like, this friendship to her was so special. She flew him out. To be at their wedding and to do her wedding makeup for her. Damn. And he was a, a key part of their wedding day, and he still betrayed her in a way that she felt was way worse. I mean, way worse than some of us have ever been through. I mean, she was really, really hurt. Oh, I believe it. And I mean, I feel really bad because he's 19. He's going to do what's going to make him the money right now or I, get him what he wants. I mean, imagine if little Peter Parker. Turned around and looked Tony Stark in the eye. Said, fuck you, Tony. That's true. I mean, that's... Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. That's some deep stuff right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's how you get it then? Yeah, you gotta <laughs> make it relatable to me. I don't know what this stuff is. What was it? Gummy bear hair products? What is this? <laughs> Sugar bear. Sugar bear. Gummy. Okay, I was close. Which honestly sounds like a pimp service. It does. <laughs> so than a supplement. <laughs> No, you got that sugar bear hair. Mm. Mm. Makes it sound like it's sticky. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You got that sugar bear hair. It's sticky. Mm. 2019, that's getting added to the Urban Dictionary. Uh. Sugar bear hair. Mm. That's gross. It's when you're you're diabetic and you just... Yep. How's the sugar doing? You can tell from the hair. If that's it changes not, color, then that means hey. That's not that what the sugar really That is totally that's not. What, I mean, that's actually really helpful, right? If it changes color, then you know hey, John, like, your hair's turning blue. You all right? Yeah, my sugar. sugar's kind of low. You got a Twix? <laughs> that's good. I like that. <laughs> 
Maybe that's what the supplement should have been. <laughs> so, Toddy Westbrook, we have your back in this beef. We love you. Well, I do. I don't even know you. <laughs> sure. Do well. Hope live, your bones get better. Live long and prosper. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Get some gummy bear. I don't know. No. All right. So we're moving on to questionable beef. And in this one, I have two, two questions of the beef. Questionable beef. <laughs> so the first one is for our listeners here. I guess because you are listening to it. So this is weird. But the first one, I gave you guys a basic hamburger. Mm-hmm. Bun and meat. And I told you guys to pick three ingredients. You cannot modify the bun and you cannot change the meat at all. Pick three ingredients to make your dream burger and name it. And then what we'll do is we'll put the names of these burgers in a poll on our Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook, I guess, to go on Twitter and vote for it. Right. And then you guys decide who had the best burger. So, Mo, go ahead and kick us off. Okay. So, I have the burger. Yes. With a regular delicious bun. We established that. Shut up. Yeah, thanks for recapping what I just did. Fuck you. (laughs) Cheddar cheese. Okay. Okay. Fried egg. Okay. Okay. And a hot sauce mayo mix. That's four. No. That is four ingredients. No. It it makes it one condiment. It is um, hot sauce aioli. There you go. Which makes it one condiment. There we go. Hot sauce aioli. (laughs) I mean, she's got you there. (laughs) Yeah. It's a thing. Hot sauce aioli. (laughs) Okay. And the name of it (laughs) is the spicy eggy. The spicy Mm eggy. The spicy eggy burger. Okay. So it's kind of, you know, it sounds like. The spicy veggie burger, except it's eggy. Yep. I'm okay, the spicy eggy. Frank, what is your <laughs> dream burger? Wow, I uh, don't know how I'm on the top of that one. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> mine is, now, we were at a local brewery a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I had an appetizer that changed my life. Oh, so, okay. I'm applying the basics of that appetizer to my burger. So... You're going to take some strawberry jam. Okay. You're going to put a good, good slather, just good streak of that underneath the burger. Then you're going to take, now, Jane tells me, she doesn't think it could happen, but you're going to take a slice of brie cheese. Okay. It is a very soft cheese. It is very soft, but it melts great. And it's very creamy. You put that on top of the burger. Then, the piece de resistance. (laughs) You're going to take a chipotle peanut butter. Mm. Okay. Put that on top bun. I call that the PB&J burger, the puzzling, bold, and juicy burger. Okay. Creative. Oh, Frank won. We don't know that. Hey, his name was creative, but you don't know if people want to eat that monstrosity. Yeah, they got to see if uh, they want to eat it. I'll say, if it's Someone anything posted like... on Facebook that they had... Had that one? My one of my close friends posted that, and they said it was delicious. The exact thing? Not the exact thing, but it oh. was like it was like grape. Well, I'm they saying grape. That's the only difference. No, and that wasn't oh. like the Chipotle <laughs> stuff. He's like, shit. I, my dream burger is actually out there. What the hell? It was it, grape. If it's if it's <laughs> it was a grape burger. No, no, totally different grape. Uh, 
if it's anything like the tater tots that I had at this bar, yeah, they were it's going to be fucking great. Yeah, those tater tots were the bomb.com. Yeah, and also, the, the brie is a little sweetness, a little salty. You got a little bit of heat with the chipotle, but yeah. then the sweetness and the saltiness of the peanut butter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jane? <laughs> I have a taco-esque burger. So, Brian may argue over this first ingredient, but oh, it's no. one ingredient. So, God. chili con queso. That's fine. It's all in one thing. Correct. Yeah. Chili con queso. See, if Mo had just said aioli. Right. <laughs> you guys are giving me way too much credit that I know what aioli means. I ask Jane every time I go to a restaurant, what's aioli mean? It's mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. Okay, so chili okay. con queso. Con queso. queso. <laughs> All right. Chili con queso. Jose con queso. <laughs> chili con queso. <laughs> Fritos. Okay. And a chipotle mayo. A chipotle aioli. <laughs> okay. And what are you naming it's it? It's called the Fiesta Burger. The who? The Fiesta Burger. Okay. The piñata burger. Piñata. Yeah, could have been. <laughs> I mean, you're not. Yes, the burger. So okay. Bad at it. So then, for my burger, mm-hmm. so I have, I did a mac and cheese with hash brown mix into the mac and cheese. That's two ingredients. Yeah, I've got three. <laughs> Ass hat. <laughs> Little background: Brian and Jane hate each other. Count it. Two. First knuckle. <laughs> so, as I said, mac and cheese with a hash brown mix into the mac and cheese. Okay. Topped with sriracha sauce. And I call it the spicy hash and mac. Spicy hash and mac. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that uh, Spongebob episode. The hash that singing slash. I said that on the way here. <laughs> oh, and it's the hash singing. The spicy hash and mac. I almost said slash. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our dream burgers. So to recap, Mo? It was the spicy eggy. Uh, mine was the PB&J burger. Fiesta burger. And the spicy hash and mac. All right. So we'll put that up on a pole. Yes. Not a physical pole. That'd be weird. Yeah. On a pole. <laughs> Everyone come visit our pole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's at- and you guys vote on it. <laughs> For the second part of questionable beef, so I always hear the conversation or debate, I should say, of who is the greatest basketball player um, out uh, ever, or who is the greatest football player ever. Mm-hmm. The one I've never heard, and I'd like to hear what you guys think and your guys' opinion, who is the greatest professional wrestler of all time? And I'm not talking about their outside the ring stuff. I don't give a shit if you did three million make a wishes or <laughs> if you have gold chains or you. I mean, are we just calling out John Cena directly? Right. <laughs> My beef this week is with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored by the WWE. I'm talking about in ring performer and career. Okay. Okay. Who would like to start this off? I'll go. Okay. As he was taking a breath, you go, I'll go. (laughs) Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm going with one of my personal favorites of all time. Well, that's kind of the point. And I think a lot of people here really like him. 
His name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Solid choice. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not only was he a great professional wrestler, a great athlete in general, uh-huh. he was great on the mic. He, okay. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know gonna, where you're no, going. Like you're going to say something outside the ring. I'm like, no. you just fucking said that. <laughs> like, he, was, he, was a great, he was great on the mic. He always had, like, the writers just knew how to write that character really well. Yeah. And he knew how to execute. So he was, if he had to be an asshole, he was an asshole. If he had to be nice, he was nice. He was just perfect, I think, yeah. in all aspects of that. I just, and you know, you know, you see some wrestlers like even John Cena or like, I don't know, Kofi Kingston. There we go. There's a name. Um, <laughs> that, that is a name. <laughs> that you see that you, you can look at their missteps in matches even now. Mm-hmm. And I've watched countless Stone Cold Steve Austin matches. And if he does make a misstep, it's so minuscule that you can hardly notice it. I just well, feel like his, he got the choreography down. His character lends himself to that. Because yeah. he was, yeah. you know, he didn't he, really have a style. It's just very rough and tumble in general. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And if he did make a misstep, like if he was doing something that was a little bit more aerobatic or something, mm-hmm. he if he did make a misstep, it was so tiny, you could hardly notice it. Yeah. I just think that he was great. Like, you watch some of those Stone Cold Stunners, and yeah, sometimes they don't exactly come together how they should, but it's so goddamn entertaining anyway. it's still a Stone Cold Stunner. (laughs) Also, dude, uh, didn't he pour beer over Mr. McMahon's head? Many times. I'm sure. I mean, he had a beer truck at one point. That's true. And everybody. He did. All right. Who is next? Jane. Okay, so I'm going with my favorite wrestler of all time, and... I'll be to, you know, full disclosure, I haven't watched wrestling religiously since probably like 2001-ish. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be evident by this person, but it, my f- mine is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. Um, it's all, still a solid yeah. choice. <laughs> Who'd you think it was going to be? I will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Rey Mysterio. Um, probably for some of the same reasons Mo, you know, listed about Stone Cold. I just think his performance was always really good in the ring, not just his wrestling, but his character. He was right. very into it. He always got the crowd involved. Mm-hmm. Um his showmanship was really great. Like I just I really enjoyed watching him perform and he's hot. Right. Well, and then there's like there's like these wrestlers like now that go out and you can just tell the crowd's not into whatever they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like they're looking at their phones, they're talking to each other. They're just not paying attention. Oh, I've been to an event. Right. And they'll even just say, this is boring. Right. Yeah. But when <laughs> when people like Dwayne The Rock Johnson come out or Stone Cold Steve Austin come out, everybody pays attention. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They just know how to command a crowd of 30,000 people. Well, The Rock was someone that he had his signature moves, but mm-hmm. everything that he did in the ring had his flair to it. Yes. Like every punch that he threw was a rock punch. Every fucking headlock that he did was the way that The Rock would do it. Exactly. And it was just fun to watch an entire match with him. Agreed. All right. Solid choice, Jane. Thank you. For mine, I, you know what, even if I take some shit for it, I don't care. (laughs) I'm going with Hulk Hogan. Okay. I... I really just said okay excitedly because he did not take mine. (laughs) I know. know. That's what I thought Jane was going to take. Uh, Hulk Hogan, man, he was my favorite wrestler as a kid growing up and even all the way up through when the WCW was no more. Um, he was my favorite wrestler and I don't like, he was one 
and, and it was more indicative of the old school wrestling where it was so much more theatrical mm-hmm. and it built up the idea of these are gods and that it's good versus evil and there's no gray area. The good guys, they're, they might lose sometimes, but they're going to overcome generally. Mm-hmm. And he was the ultimate good guy when he started out. Like it, and he, acted his ass off in that ring like when he was getting beaten down and you could see the pain in his face and then when he gets hit one too many times and he looks him square in the eye and he points at him yeah. and he starts shaking all over the ring you're like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> got you pumped too yeah. and then uh he was my first heel turn like he was yeah. the first character i ever witnessed in a story to do that, and it rocked my world to the core because he played it off so goddamn he did. well. He did. Like as as good as he was at being a good guy, he was equally as good at being an asshole as Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> yeah. And as much as it hurt me to see him do that, I still tuned in every week because I had to see what he was going to do next. And I I don't. There are others that I've liked, but I don't think that anyone will ever give me that visceral reaction like Hulk Hogan did. That's fair. Okay. I like it. Solid choice. So mine is not one of my favorites. Oh. But I think he is one of the greatest wrestlers, if not the greatest wrestler of all time. I have an idea. (laughs) You guys ready? Mm Mm-hmm. John Cena. And now I pick John Cena (laughs) because he is Hogan 2.0. He is. But greater. Oh. Because they gave him, he has won more titles. Has he? I think he's won every single title that's out there. Oh, okay. You mean. Yeah. Not like title. Times he was world champion. Well, how many times has Hogan. I have no idea. Because he's tied with, Cena's tied with Flair. We're going to do a. With 16. We're going to do a Google search. Yeah, I don't think he's won as many as Flair. His microphone skills, especially when he was, quote, thug John Cena. Yeah. To even now John Cena. Mm-hmm. He was a doctor of thug and eyes. His fighting style was good. I mean, he it was like Hogan. You yeah. got your ass beat pretty much the whole match, and then you came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you won. And just the, the strength that John Cena had to pick up the big show. Over yeah. your shoulders and to flip him over, over you. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I was like, okay, that guy's it. <laughs> no one else can do that. Everyone else would buckle trying to do that. I mean, the comparison stands still with Hulk Hogan flipping Andre the Giant with yep. the power slam. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, not one of my favorites by any means, but one of the greatest. I agree. I believe it is a bummer that. He doesn't get the reverence that Hulk Hogan did as a good guy. Yeah, and well, that because sucks I think nowadays. For, because he never had a heel turn. Like, well, he kind of did when he was Thugonomics. John yeah, Cena. but it wasn't. It still wasn't the. It wasn't the capacity NWO. that Hollywood Hogan no. was. I think that's the reason fans did not embrace him because mm-hmm. he never had that big heel turn. He was always. Oh, I'm this good guy, flashy colors. Well, uh, even before Hogan's heel turn, like people just liked him. Like they gravitated towards him. Right. People liked the shit on John Cena. Yeah. (laughs) And that kind of bums me out. (laughs) Yeah. 
But no, but I I agree with that pick. I I think that he'll end up going down as one of the greats of the modern era. Oh yeah. So after a quick Google search, mm-hmm. found out Ric Flair is number one with sixteen. Adam Copeland, I I don't know what his stage name is. Edge is that Edge? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's number two. That's right. Paul Lev Levesque Levesque. That's Triple H. H is. Three. I can't believe they use their real name. Yes. <laughs> right. Just give me the actual name. <laughs> and then John Cena. With how like they all have the same amount? No. It it doesn't it doesn't hold on, let me see. It just says forty most decorated professional wrestlers. Oh. So he's number four. Yeah. Okay. Still good company to be in. Right. Oh yeah. And then it's Dwayne Johnson, then Hulk Hogan. Okay. Hulk Hogan has one twelve. They did give me an official count on Hulk Hogan, because I that's what I searched. <laughs> Now, if I was going favorites, I would have picked Randy Orton, but I'm not doing that because his character, the writers aren't writing him right now, and it's yeah, it's a disgrace. Right. So, but okay, all right. So then we'll even put that on a poll, not the physical poll. <laughs> have you guys vote, and then we'll reveal who won next episode. I guess yeah, burger poll will go up when this episode gets uploaded. Uh, wrestler poll will go up the Sunday that we don't post an episode. Okay. Because I don't think that we've really elaborated on this on the podcast, but we're posting bi-weekly. No, I did talk about that. We did. Because yeah, I was did. like, hey, bi-weekly, is that twice a week or is it every other week? That's now true. Now we're just having that conversation with <laughs> <Yeah. Canada. laughs> So fuck me, I guess. Uh, all right. I think that's it. That is yeah. it. Yeah. That wraps up for this episode. Look for us on everything Got Beef Pod. And remember, season marinade your beef. Beef. <laughs>